Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. And I'm Melissa Edgington. Welcome back to another... We've been we've been slacking our podcasting. It's all bit. your fault. A little bit. Why, gonna, why, why is are it you my taking fault? A, well, it's your blog. Oh, yeah. Your mom has a blog. <laughs> if it was your dad has a blog, there'd be a lot more podcasts up right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not as enthusiastic about my media empire as you are. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm way more enthusiastic <laughs> about your your empire. And uh, <laughs> anyway, we 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 have such loyal and adoring fans that we need to uh, remember. I have really missed doing the podcast. Yeah, I miss it too. But the problem is, is that we've discovered <laughs> all these shows on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is our downfall. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we've decided now the kids are back in school. School started again. Why not podcast during the day instead of trying to do it at 10 o'clock at night like we usually do? Yeah. And I'm still right now feeling just as sleepy. You are. Your eyes are barely open. I know. I'm, I'm in it, though. Are you going to be able to do this? Yeah. So we've got we've got a <laughs> little different setup, too, than we normally have. So we're broadcasting this with just a single microphone. This is how we did our podcast at the T4G. T4G. Conference. And it was our one of our most listened to podcasts was our... Our recap. Our T4G recap. One yeah. of them. And then one had low audio and people didn't listen to it. Oh. Well, what if this has low audio? I mean, I can fix it because I'm a genius. <laughs> I know how to go into Audacity and hit Amplify. Perfect. So, uh, we'll, we'll have to do that later. So, we got some things. School started back. Yeah. We're back in the routine. I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, we have an eighth grader now, a fifth grader, and a first grader. Yes. So next year we'll have a high schooler, a middle, sc- a junior high kid, and an elementary kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's going to get crazy. But thankfully, all of the schools where we live in Alney, all the schools are right next to each other. Right. So you just drop one off, drop the next off, and drop the next off. They're all right next door to each other. They're literally next door to each other. So around the corner. They're all around the corner from each other. Yeah. They really are. They're all around the corner. Yeah, they are. You go around the corner and (laughs) drop your kids off. So uh, that's been fun. You love the school routine. Yeah. You get into it, don't you? Yeah, I I love it because it gets everybody going early. Yeah. And they're not just laying around watching old episodes of Dick Van Dyke. Which that's the amazing thing about this summer will be the summer of Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. So some, how did they discover Mary Tyler Moore? Well, they were looking through, you know, the old shows because they've watched basically every black and white episode of Andy Griffith. And they don't, when Barney's gone, they don't like they it. They don't like the color ones. Yeah. They've watched all the old Star Trek, you know, so they were searching for some other old shows. So on their algorithm... Yeah, like sixties sitcoms, show. and I said that show's funny. Y'all should try that. They watched the first episode and they were hooked. They've been watching them as many episodes a day as they can get in. And there are tons of episodes. Yeah. Like that show ran for five years, but they would make like thirty episodes a season. Yeah, and, and so they are all hilarious. And they're so good. They're, they're talented. So good. <laughs> the people working on that were really talented. You get so so the kids are really into. Dick Van Dyke. I don't know if that helps their brain or hurts it, but they seem. Uh, it seems like a pretty smart show. Listen, trust me, it's much more sophisticated humor than, than what's put out there. It's now. crazy, right? Yes. I mean, I mean, now it's just say a bad word, 
say something crude and people will laugh. Yeah. That's not what that show is They like. really know how to make it look a good laugh. So hilarious. Situation and so comedy. much physical comedy. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke was so talented. Is talented. He's still alive. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore has passed away, but she was, she was cute. Yeah. Do you think she's a cutie? Yeah, I want Adelaide to be Mary Tyler Moore for Halloween. Uh. I'm trying to talk her into that. <laughs> so that's so school started back. We we're curtailing our Mary Tyler Moore um, and Dick Van Dyke watching. Um, football started, and I'm still the Booster Club president. Yes. A ter- that's a terrible fit for me. Like I, <laughs> I, I, not only am I not athletic, uh, and if you can't be an athlete. That makes you an athletic supporter. <laughs> if that's as if that's not bad enough, you know, I don't, I don't do well in such high-profile public positions as the Booster Club president. Is it high-profile? I mean, you know, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> I would say it ranks just right up there above city manager. <laughs> <laughs> Superintendent. Yeah, no, it's it's just that... Uh, uh, I think that people don't understand how much is involved in Booster sports. Club stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. There's a lo- there are a lot of details to take care of. And la- yeah, and ladies do, the ladies that are working on all this stuff do a good job, and the guys. So uh, we started our team, our football team. One of the things about only football... Okay, this is the biggest news of our whole year. Yeah, I mean, all, all. So I want you guys to understand that since we've been in Olney for five years, we have never been at a football game where they've won. So in the five years that we've been here, the Olney Cubs have won one football game. And we weren't there. And we missed it because it was raining and we just didn't want to go. Yeah. So I, and I kicked myself. Like, that was my one chance to see him win. And last week we played Roby, Texas. And beat them twenty-eight to six. We annihilated them. We it was we ran all over them all day long, and everybody in the only stands was just like, you know, it was better than the drought breaking. That was our twenty-second <laughs> loss. In, we had twenty-two losses in a row, and it broke a twenty-two game losing streak. I think that it's something like in eight years, only had won four football games. Oh, it's an eighty, something like eighty games. They've won four. In the past 80 games. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's something like eight years, nine years, something. I don't know how, what the count is. I mean, and, and, and people, i got to hand it to Olney. Everybody's hung in there, you know? Yeah. Hung in there with the football Well, you know, team. you know who the real heroes are? Are those kids that have been playing on all those, I know. you know, 0 and 10 teams, I like know. Trampus and guys like that. I know. And, they, and because they stuck it out, you still have a football team, and they were able to get a win. So it was a great celebration. You know, Spirits so, are high and all new right now. Yeah, there's now optimism yeah. And, and happiness, and we're in Texas. So if you, if you're not from Texas, maybe you don't yeah. understand the high school football culture. Personally, I Melissa doesn't understand. I'm not it. a huge fan of it, but but she's got her Cubs shirt on and her Cubs earrings on. Yeah, even though she's not a big fan of it, she's not a big fan of her kids playing it. I'm not a big. She, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the sport of football. That's my deal. What's your problem with it? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So is driving. (laughs) So is childbirth. (laughs) There's a lot of dangerous stuff we do. Yeah, but those aren't games. Yeah, the only difference between those things and football is football is completely frivolous and unnecessary. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
But football, there's something about it. There's something really, you know, Listen, goes I right have, to the guts of what humanity is all about. I have not been telling Sawyer, don't play football. I've not been telling him that. However. You have been indicating it in many subliminal ways. He, right now, is saying he's going to run cross country, which he's a great runner. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to play football when he gets in junior high. And I have just responded like this. Huh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been trying not to say, that's a brilliant idea. Well, you should not play football. The truth is, football is not for everyone. I don't think football's for children. Uh, I think football is for kids who are a little bit older. And even then, football's not for everybody. But football's for enough to where uh, we should be able to <coughs> excuse me, field a good team in Olney. And so we're, we got a win under our belts. Yeah. We're proud of the kids that are playing. Tonight we and travel to travel to Petrolia. Petrolia. So when you live out here in the oil belt, you got towns named after Petro, oil, yeah, Petrolia. Petrolia. You got one town out here called Electra, but that's not named after electricity. That's named after a woman, Electra Wagner. Yeah. So lots of crazy names and crazy mascots and stuff like that. So. We have the sissiest mascot in all of Texas. We're the Cubs. But our our cub paws are really ferocious looking. Yeah, we could have been the bears because they're mean. But we were the baby bears. So, well, I mean, cubs. why do you think we lose? <laughs> what do y'all think we should call it? How, what should we call ourselves? Should we be the dragons? Should we be the, the Olney dragons? Or the, you know, I don't even know what would have been better than with an O. You know, the Olney, you can't be like owls. the owls. The owls. That was, they're know. wise. Yeah, wise owls. <laughs> Only wiseacres. We're playing the pirates tonight. The Petrolia Pirates. A cub could beat, I mean, a, if a, a pirate and a cub got in a fight, the cub could win. You, you know nothing about pirates. They're ruthless. <laughs> they would be eating that cub. They'd be like, hey, come here, little cubby. Come here, little cubby. Let me show you me knife. <clears throat> Look at me parrot, little cubby. <laughs> And the cub would just go over there. You know what a cub is? Winnie the Pooh is a cub. <laughs> we actually call our band Pooh. Our band is called Pooh. Poos. Pride of Only High School. Poos. <laughs> we, we, we might as well be called the Only Pooh Bears. <laughs> Does anyone have any honey? I love honey. I don't know. I, I love the Cubs. I'm all about the Cubs. But I think whoever picked the mascot, they they weren't thinking. They weren't I thinking. wonder how that came about. I really do. But look at my earrings. Yeah, they're cute. They I mean, say, Cubs is cute. They and, they're, Cubs. and there's a professional baseball team called the Cubs yeah. in Chicago. So there's, there's other Cubs out there. So anyway, enough of that. School started. We're excited to be back. Melissa had some exciting uh, developments in her writing this uh Summer. Summer. So tell us about, you know, we're Southern Baptists. We're 100% all in. Um, we get with the program. We send our numbers to headquarters every month, uh, you know, to let them know what's going on in our church and what we're doing. And we do Team Kid and we do Vacation Bible School. And so we're all Southern Baptists. And so we're closely tied in with Lifeway. And Melissa had a really exciting opportunity. So tell us about your Lifeway experience. So I got to go to the brand new Lifeway building in Nashville and spend two days there getting training to write Sunday school curriculum yeah. for Lifeway. So Melissa's going to be writing what? 
I'm going to be writing for Explore the Bible Kids, which maybe some of you who are listening <clears throat> use that at your churches. Fourth, fifth, and sixth. I'm doing fourth, fifth, and sixth. Fall of 2019 will be my lessons. Shut up. And the Lifeway Building, guys, it is so cool. It is such a cool place. It's like right across the street from these brand new high-rise apartments that they're building that cost a million dollars you know i mean not really i'm exaggerating that's hyperbole i bet they actually cost a million dollars they're really expensive stuff costs a lot these days everybody who works at lifeway has to drive out to the suburbs because they can't afford the apartments that are right across the street i would love to live across the street but i but the people at lifeway were so nice i made lots of new friends and it was so cool. I'm, I'm such a Baptist nerd. It was so fun to be in the building. And I had my phone, and I was taking pictures of everything. And everybody was looking at me like, why is she taking pictures yeah. of, of that uh, poster and of sent, She sent them to me. <laughs> and yeah. I was giving baths. I had kids by myself for two days with no supervision. Yes. So. And yeah. you did something inappropriate, if I remember. What did y'all watch while I was gone? Back to the Future? Oh, but you watched it on video. Yeah, we watched a video. Angel. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, back to the future. I'm sure I did all other kinds of things that were terrible and scarred them. For I was life, thinking you watched Gremlins, which the kids really want to watch. I tried. Okay, that's what it was. You yeah, tried to watch. We tried Gremlins. to watch Gremlins, but it's too scary. Yeah. Kids don't need to watch Gremlins. We were scarred by it as kids <laughs> in the '80s. <laughs> Our kids have seen the trailer and they think it's really cool. Yeah, they want to see it. Anyway, um, it was so neat, and so now I'm spending this fall writing Sunday school curriculum, which is really fun. And I even get to plan the posters. Yeah, that's what that I think. That's pretty good. Cool. I, I never even thought like, how did the posters and the Sunday school literature come about? But the author yeah. of the material gets to say what they're doing. So, so cool. That's really, really neat. And uh, so we had a good summer. We went on vacation. We had we've already we, we, we probably have podcasted about our. Our big vacation. We went to Graceland. We did, yeah. Went to Oklahoma City, came back. So we have, it hasn't been that long, just, you know, two or three months since we've <laughs> podcasted. But we had a lot going on. The summer was really well, busy. Get, things get busy. Things heat up. It is, it's wild to be a, a parent of a school kid these days, especially in, you know, I think it's different in a rural area that, because there's only, there's all these things for the kids to do. Mm-hmm. But there's only so many kids. Like, you can't specialize. You can't say, hey, I guess I'm, I'm pretty much just going to uh, do when I play. You can't do that. Is that how, do you know how kids talk? That's in my mind. That's how they... <laughs> no, yeah, but, they still talk like this. Yeah. I think, I think I'm just going <laughs> to only do this. And they're like, no, you can't only do this. We don't have enough kids to go around for you to only do one thing. But that's not really what it's like. I mean, you're saying it like, oh, well, every kid has to do everything. No, that's not what the, it is about a small town. It's that every kid can do anything they want they, they, to yeah, do that's true. in a small town. And they want to do a lot. You know, you don't, you don't have a hundred kids trying to go out for basketball in a small town. If you want to play basketball, you may not be able to dribble down the court, but you can be on the team. You can be on the team. I mean, that's one of the beauties of raising your kids in a small town. The downside is that it means your kid is at school from 6 in the morning till (laughs) 8 at night every day. And and (laughs) you're driving them all over the place, which I guess in the Metroplex and places like that. It would be harder. It would be way harder. Yeah, we have no traffic. Thankfully, you can get everywhere in this town in about three minutes, (laughs) which is good. 
So, so volleyball is a brand new thing in Olney. And yeah, volleyball. Adelaide's playing volleyball, and that is really fun. Yeah, so other schools have had volleyball for a while. We're just getting volleyball, and so there's a learning curve. And um, they're doing a pretty good job. I'm impressed yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun to go watch volleyball. I mean, I don't know anything about volleyball or what the rules are or what's happening, but it's very entertaining. Maybe the boys ought to quit football and just start volleyball. And you know what I love about volleyball as opposed to football? Inside. It's short. Oh, it's short. Way short. doesn't take long. Yeah, it's a short game. You go, enjoy a little sport, go eat dinner. It's my kind of... Get back home and do math. It's perfect. Yeah, it's good. So, school, football, Lifeway, what else has been happening? I don't know. <laughs> I wish that uh, I wish I had made more notes for our program. <laughs> well, it's okay if this one's kind of short. We're getting yeah. back in the game. Yeah, I was trying to get get our mojo back. So if you're just listening, uh, and it's our first time doing this during the day, so yeah, it's, it's a real it, it's really hard for me to pull an all dayer, and this is right here <laughs> in the in the spot where I get the most sleepy. Yes. What do you think? What do you think you zone. should? What do you do when you get really, really tired at work? What would you do? What you, do you think oh, you should do? Used to, I would have drink a diet Dr Pepper. Oh yeah. But Chad and I have been on a water kick. Well, me more than Chad because he keeps drinking coffee, frozen coffee. Frozen coffees, Ooh, they're so good. But. but um, but we're doing no diet drinks. That's the thing. We're trying to get our body off of aspartame. And and for me, also caffeine. And so it has been, I wonder how many days it's been. I don't know. It's probably been like five days, but it seems like it's been a long time. It's been two weeks. Since the first day of school. Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. So that's good. No caffeine. Yeah. And, all, and drinking a lot that's of water. Crazy. Which is good for you. Yeah. So. Anyway, I don't know. What do you do when you get sleepy at work? Well, I've heard some people say, put your head down on your desk, and if your boss comes in, raise your head up and say, in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> <laughs> but what I tend to do is I just shut my eyes, and I just take a little nap there in my chair. You know what? A 10-minute nap makes you feel so much better. Well, it gets you alert again. Yeah. But trying to fight that staying awake stuff is really hard. Yeah. Especially when you have a job like mine, which is mostly a sit-on-your-rear-end job. Right. Where you're trying to read stuff and study stuff. And it's, you know, I mean, the Bible is so exciting. But sometimes just reading about it and not having to talk about it with somebody, just reading it. Yeah. You get a little bit sleepy. A little sleepy. And my eyes hurt. So I I just shut my eyes and, you know. It's embarrassing, like when you wake up and you've been drooling all over yourself, <laughs> and you're not sure where you are. <laughs> but that's also kind of fun, because you wake up and you're like, oh, what, what, where, what, what time is it? What is? Because you're used to waking up in the morning. Yeah. And you, if you wake up in your chair after you've been asleep for ten minutes, and you feel like a million bucks, and get right back at it. <laughs> you have always been a napper. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not much of a napper. I don't. Usually, I wake up from a nap in a horrible mood. Oh yeah, I like looking. I don't. I don't mind waking up. You know, Charles Stanley is a very famous preacher, and he would um, get his sermon together, and then lay down on a couch, and let it come together. He would study, and then he would lay on a couch until a sermon came together. Was in his he office. sleeping? Yeah, he would take a nap oh. and let his sermon coalesce in his in, in his, his, in his unconscious sleepy brain. brain. I don't know. Yeah. 
but there's there's probably some some truth to that. And uh, so, uh, teach we're teaching a lot. Church, we we took our Sunday school class. Some some, you know. We had to make a decision, or we made a decision. I guess we didn't have to make it, but we have split up our Sunday school class into uh, male and female. Yeah. To we've segregated it. And as my secretary said when she found that out, she said, "Oh, how progressive!" <laughs> <laughs> well, but we did. I, we did uh, take the Sunday school class back to the uh, more traditional times. We've been ever since we've been here. We've been in what would be considered sort of a couples class yeah. with a few singles thrown in. And um, I don't know. I just feel like people are not as open in that setting. They don't talk as much. You know, they're a little more reserved. When we split up into men and women, everybody seems a little more open to discussion and that kind of thing. Well, I think what you've learned when you learn when you do these sorts of things is men and women have different men and women really do have a different style of learning yeah what appeals and then you know of course that's a generalization and so insert your objection there but i don't care it's my what's well, my wife's podcast <laughs> <laughs> but i think that men i think they like to kind of hash things out they like to look at something from many different angles um I think women are looking not at the bit. We're looking at Revelation right now, and we're trying to figure out, you know, all right, what does this mean? What does this say? Okay, be careful what you're about to say. Are you sure that you want to say what you're about to say? Are you Kamala Harris? Okay, anyway. (laughs) Um, So the I don't know what's going on in the women's class. (laughs) I'll I'll just say what's different about the co-ed class and the class now is – there's very little talk about, you know, like, uh, here's how this will help me tomorrow be, be a better Christian, which I, I think that happens naturally. But we're not focusing, like, it's when the guys get together, there's a, just a very full focus on the text. Mm-hmm. And I know women focus on the text, too. But I think it's just that way that women desire that more uh, a learning style that draws out the relationships and I think the men are less concerned about how you're, how are you feeling about things, which I think that's what that's a wonderful thing about a women's class, is they come together, support each other in the context of learning the scripture. But the guys, it's just been really fun. It's been really nerdy. We've we've been really nerdy to learn learn our Bibles in there. Yeah, you know, I think that women's ministry has a tendency to go too far toward the feeling side of things, mm-hmm. and. I hope that we're not doing that in our Sunday school class. I mean, we're I'm trying I'm trying to make a conscious effort not to do that. I mean, we don't want to focus so much on feelings and on ourselves mm-hmm. that we're missing the point of the passage that we're trying to study or what what we're supposed to be getting out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. What we're supposed to learn about God and what we're studying. Mhm. But I, I agree. I think there's there's maybe more of an element of application that women are looking for in their study, depending on the woman. Of I see. I just think men and women are different. That's not that's not to say that one's better than the other. I'm just saying I think that the way we've broken it up and the way we're doing it now more suits um, the different styles of learning. And I think it's been. I think we enjoy being all together, and that's that's great. Now, I'm sure we'll go back to that at some point, too, and, and do that again. Mm-hmm. But this has been a nice break just to kind of 
you know, being there with the guys. And we don't, you know, it's it's interesting because we're always running around so much. I know back years ago when the baby boomers kind of were living large and had their lifestyle, you know, the guys, they they didn't go to birthday parties. They didn't, uh, they weren't as involved in family type things as as men are now. Yeah. Which it's good. It's good for men to be involved in these things. But I think that back in the day, guys spent a lot of time, more time with guys, mm-hmm. which we don't get to do now because we're always, you know, like family first kind of is the attitude. Yeah. And uh, this gives us a little time just to spend together, which which is in a context of learning the Bible, which is great. And it's, so. it's ideal for the women, too, because we're always looking for another time to have a women's study. Yeah. Why not just use that hour when exactly. we have childcare? Yeah, so it's to turn into yeah. more like discipleship time on yeah. Sunday morning whenever everybody's already there and we have childcare. Right. It's that's one of the dumb things we do. It's like we're, we're we we're so sold out to certain programs. Yeah. That we just keep doing those instead of the things we really want to do. It should be the other way around. Yeah. You know. So anyway, that's that's good. So that's been kind of an exciting development. We're teaching through at our church right now. You're teaching through Genesis. Yes. I'm doing Revelation. That's weird, isn't it? No, it's not. Our Sunday school material, you just stopped using the material. Yeah, I stopped using LifeWay Gospel We're Project We're using the Gospel now. Project, and so it goes all the way through oh, yeah, the Bible yeah, yeah. in the course of three years. Yeah. And so we just finished, and we started a new cycle, but y'all didn't start the yeah, new we cycle. Yeah, we just kept going yeah. with uh, the guys wanted to keep going, just reading Revelation verse by verse. Then we're doing First uh, Peter on Sunday mornings judges on sunday nights and we do a study of the psalms on wednesday and team kids started started back melissa's children's ministry yes was nuts it was awesome bonkers it was really fun 98 kids the first night we played a game called beard cheese beard it sounds like i'm saying beer cheese beer cheese probably it's a thing <laughs> yeah, i don't some things with my beer <laughs> Can you get me another cord line and some more of that Swiss cheese? <laughs> it's a uh, beer chase. Why <laughs> not? Anyway, beard cheese. And Can I get another one of those beard cheeses? <laughs> Someone told me if you're craving sweets, so you can get some cheese. <laughs> and drink a little more beer. I mean water, but beer. <laughs> Was beer cheese fun? Beard, beard. beard cheese, was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. You know, I had these two awesome men in my um, program who got up there. We put shaving cream they all know, over They know faces. who we're talking about, if they listened to the last podcast, about Trampus. Oh, yeah. Trampus. Awesome Trampus. Now Trampus, inspired by a children's camp, Trampus is now moving headlong into the children's ministry. Yes, and he's a rock star. The kids just... I don't know what he's got, but he's Tell the got story something. about what he introduced himself. In the, so when they went to their class, they were going around, all the teachers introducing themselves, and they got to Trampus, and he said, my name is Trampus, and they all cheered, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they erupted into applause. Anyway, we put shaving cream all over their faces and then let four kids basically hurl Cheetos at their faces and in their eyeballs for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And they were really good sports. It was so fun. So, big big group for that, and that was that's always fun. Uh, so everything's rocking along. We'll uh, I've, been, I've been watching with great interest the uh, Kavanaugh hearings, and 
I'm sure everybody's so annoyed, but I, I just love those, man. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's so he's so smart. Except when it's boring, but most of the time it's interesting. I think most of the time it's actually boring. Some of it it's is repetitive. Some of it, well, yeah, that's true. That is boring. Because because ev- basically everybody up there is campaigning. Yeah. But the judge himself, man, he's a real he's sharp. Uh, there's just no, I mean, you just don't see guys being able to riff on the Constitution and Supreme Court jurisprudence like that every day. He's really smart. So if you didn't get a chance to watch those hearings, I feel sorry for you. But I'm glad I got a chance to do that and was uh, <laughs> enjoyed it. But anyway, we probably ought to sign off. You know why? It's almost time. We have a church member. Bringing us food. Barbara Larimore is bringing us a, a, a pork tenderloin. She asked me in the parking lot today. She was coming up getting... Some things from church. She said, "Do y'all eat pork tenderloin?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." What kind of question is I that? I know we we eat anything. Then she texted me and she was like, "Hey, um, do you guys like homemade macaroni and cheese?" <laughs> uh, no, we yeah. hate it. We like whatever we you will bring it. over here. <laughs> yeah. She's so sweet. Oh yeah, she she's a great artist. I mean, fan like an amazing artist. We have one of her paintings yeah. hanging in our foyer. She's an amazing framer. Well, we have two. We of have two. Things. Yeah, we yeah, have. we have two. One of them. the board and one of the wall over there. She's an amazing framer. She has a great artistic eye. So she's coming up, and her and Laverne Wood, who's a longtime church member, are going through and kind of setting up, looking at the historical archive type oh, cool. things that we have. Which it's a shame that we just don't have more. But um, you know, you don't ever think about history being made when it's being made. I know. I'm always you the know. type that throws away the bulletin and throws away yeah. this and that. No, I've been keeping them all. I've been keeping every Sunday's paperwork in a file. That's good. So every week has a file. And, th- and that's how that's why I've been saving my bulletins. You're just a little historian, aren't I've been, you? Yeah, I'm just trying. And I, and I save a copy of my sermon and my, his, my all, all my different things. So anyway, on that note, on that really boring note... <laughs> So, Senate Judiciary hearings are boring, and so is Chad's life. <laughs> no way. Thank not you the very president much. of the Booster Club. Yeah, it's not all glamour. <laughs> I know it seems like it, but mostly it's just, you know, I think a lot of the things that you're doing is trying not to make people mad. Right. That's basically that's all of life. That's basically life. Yeah. You're making everybody's already, you know, kind of predisposed to be mad at you, and you just kind of have to work through it. Yeah. Well, we hope you have a blessed day and a great weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. Um, I want you to pledge that we'll be more faithful to podcast to your audience. Because I solemnly pledge that we will be more faithful to our audience. Fingers were crossed. <laughs> no, we weren't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So thank we'll you all for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.